This is a Dalarna University production. Uh, my name is Kerstin Örn and I'm the Pro Vice Rector at the University. I'm also Associate Professor in Oral Health Sciences and one of the, the teachers at the Dental Hygiene Programme. What I will discuss with you today is the dental hygiene profession and the scope of practice. And uh, I will start with the definition of a dental hygienist, which was adopted by the International Federation of Dental Hygienists back in 1989. And as you see on the screen, uh, the definition is that we are health professionals who are graduated from an accredited school and we uh, seek to prevent oral disease, provide treatment for existing disease and assist people in maintaining an optimum level of oral health. But the primary concern of health professionals are the promotion of total health through the prevention of oral disease. Because I think it is very important that you realize that the oral cavity belongs to the rest of the body. So what you do to prevent oral diseases will also be of benefit for the rest of the body. Uh, the dental hygiene profession uh, has been around for, for more than 100 years in, in the United States where it started. Uh, but nowadays it's uh, available in, in many different countries, specifically in North America and Europe, but also in, in Japan, Korea, in different countries in, in Africa and South America and the Middle East. Uh, and the, the title could be slightly different. In some countries, in most countries, it's dental hygienist, in other countries, oral hygienist, and also today the dental therapist, because earlier it has been a specific uh, profession of dental therapists. Now it's a combination in, in some countries of a dental therapist and dental hygienist, and in some countries the title could be dental therapist. The number of uh, dental hygienists per population differs between countries. As you see, uh, there is around uh, one dental hygienist per thousand, per up to two thousand dental hygienists in Korea, USA, Canada, Japan, and Sweden a little bit more. But these are the countries where we have most dental hygienists per population. And in some other countries, for example, Spain, there is almost more than 9,000 inhabitants per, per dental hygienist. And uh, these, these are the countries uh, where, which, where we have most dental hygienists per population. Then we have these other countries where we have much less hygienists per population. Another figure that could be of interest is, of course, uh, the dental hygienist per dentist, which uh, uh, shows another figure, 
But again, you see that Korea, USA, Canada, and Japan are the countries where we have most dental hygienists per dentist as well as per population. The, the, so these are the countries where we have most uh, resources when it comes to oral health prevention and promotion. And uh, but. Uh, Another figure that is of importance is, of course, whether these people are working full-time or not. So I will just slightly briefly go through another table where you can see that in Latvia and Sweden uh, most of the dental hygienists are working full-time, whereas uh, less than half of them are working full-time in Switzerland, Germany, Israel. So there is also, when it comes to resources, there is also a difference in how many people are working in, in one or the other, how, how much they are working in, in their offices. What I also will show you today is the regulation of dental hygienists. In uh, most of the European countries, the government agency are the regulating body. Uh, so is also the case in Canada, in some of the provinces, and in Korea and Japan. In some countries, it's a self-regulation, which means that the dental hygienists are on the board who regulate the profession. So is the case in some of the provinces in Canada, some of the states in US, and also in Latvia, New Zealand and South Africa. And then we have this, uh, the dental board, where it is dentists who decide upon the regulation. And this is the case in some of the provinces in Canada, some of the states in USA, and also in Australia and Switzerland. So the regulation differ a little bit uh, between countries. When it comes to authorization required to practice, uh, you can see that uh, you get either a license or a certificate and uh, the license that must be renewed each year is in Australia, Canada, Ireland, New Zealand, UK, USA and South Africa. And uh, an annual renewal is not required. It, this is the case in the Scandinavian countries as well as in Israel and Korea. I won't go through all the lecture. This is just to give you an idea what I will discuss with you on this lecture. What I will proceed with later on is the professional autonomy and also discuss the, the scope of practice. Uh, the differences between what you are allowed to do and what you are not allowed to do. Which differs between countries, but it's there, I would say uh, in the majority of countries, it's, it's very equal. Uh, and I also will discuss the prevalence of dental carriers and prevalence of periodontal disease, as this is the, the diseases that dental hygienists uh, treat and prevent. So this is just to give you an idea what this lecture about the dental hygiene profession is all about. And you're more than welcome to apply for the course next year. And I will go back to the name of the course.
which is oral, oral health and a community perspective. Welcome back.